In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Let's face it. Let's face it. None of it adds up. Candles and bright red flowers, evergreens and bows. How exactly does this connect to a baby born in a stable? And that stable, quite possibly a cave. But it is what we do, and I, for one, wouldn't change a thing, especially not the heavenly choir. We take a simple story, and then we beribbon it. It works for me, and I expect for you as well. After all, when you think about it, the original story didn't add up either. There were a few things that made sense. There's a power-hungry politician. Okay, we know about those. There's a pregnant teenager. We know those too. Different millennium, but easy enough for us to imagine. Then we have the couple traveling because of a despot's decree, an overcrowded town and an about-to-be-mother in labor, the provision of a place at least warm, thanks to the animals, and likely smelly, thanks to the animals, but we edit that out, and dry, thanks to the roof, and then the birth of a baby. We can, in fact, envision all that, but none of that accounts for all this beauty or for our carols of praise. So it must be about the angels. An angel telling that teenage girl that she shall bear a son, a child conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And she not only believes an angel is talking to her, but more astonishingly, believes that angel and says, yes, says, yes, let it be to me according to your word. Her fiancé, an older man, no surprise there either, a man who works and knows the ways of the world, he too accepts an angel speaking to him in a dream, and so goes ahead with the marriage and names the child Jesus, all on an angel's say-so. Really? Really, before her yes, Mary asked that angel, how can this be? We ask it too. So perhaps visions of angels explain our festive celebration, or maybe it's our attempt to paper over the contradictions. A birth to a poor young woman new to marriage and motherhood. Let's cloak her in blue and add some candles. A baffled husband needing to placate the powers that be and failing to keep his pregnant, soon-to-be wife comfortable on their journey. Let's position him standing over the manger looking more like a wise grandfather than an anxious new dad. Then at a lullaby, insisting that the baby never once cried or disturbed a silent night. 
I love all of it. Hymns, candles, ribbons and greens, all of it. That's the magic we add. We know how to make magic. But magic never lasts. The, de the decorations will come down and the candles snuffed. Only a miracle, only a miracle and its truth can carry us past tonight and keep us going for years to come. For that, for that, we need God. And we get God for that. God choosing to love us, to dwell with us, to be with us. Love, God's love, is what's born at Christmas. Perhaps we shouldn't be surprised by that. After all, God, who needn't have, created the world and all that is in it, stars and galaxies and every living thing. We have marveled at that creation, but also in too many places, marred and even destroyed parts of that creation too. God made us each and all, making us for relationship with one another. Sometimes we choose love. Sometimes, but often we chose then and choose division now by clan or tribe, by country, color, gender or culture. We know how to sever connections in oh so many ways. Nevertheless, nevertheless, God persisted. And Christmas arrives to announce God's promise to never let us go. And God makes the point as clear and confounding as can be, choosing an ordinary girl in Nazareth and the working man to whom she's engaged. But they are special, possessing what some might call their superpower, even though it's a power available to us all. They say yes to God, choosing to trust God's promise. They say yes. How clear can God be? God does not require us to be extraordinary or pulled together, healthy, wealthy, or wise. The love is for us all as clear as can be, when these two are chosen to bear and parent the child, and these two say yes, no one, no one stands beyond God's reach or love. That's what confounds us. Realms and rulers have long depended on power, privilege, and wealth to signify God's special blessing. Our choices are not so different. We know what our world demands if we are to reap its blessings, so we strive and succeed and miss the love in front of us, thinking we can get by by conjuring some magic. Magic, maybe, but not the miracle of love. But that is what we want that is what we need, 
That is what we long for. For that, God needs only our yes, our yes to love. Does that feel like more than you can muster? Then think again. You already know that miracle. You've seen it. We all have and said yes. If you doubt that, think again. It comes in the miracle of human love, parent for a child, spouse for spouse, friend for friend in days marked by joy, but also in times when it means waiting for the diagnosis no one wants or sitting by a bedside as both grief and a peace that passes understanding rise up together. That is the yes of love. But God's love is never only personal. It is the miracle of choosing to defend and support the transgender child, even though that's not your family's issue. It's standing up against anti-Semitism, even though you're a Christian. It's marching and working for justice, even when our own lives are swaddled in safety. It's giving money not from what we have left over, but from what we think we need. So someone else, someone we don't even know, will have food or shelter or safety. In every loving moment, whether when a ring is slipped on a finger or you find yourself accused of being a troublemaker, light shines. There and then, light shines. That baby's story is just the beginning, of course. When grown, Jesus will heal the sick, forgive the unforgivable, and the powers of this world, our world, will be enraged by Jesus' challenge to the way things are as he shows the way the world is meant to be. The light Jesus shines is too bright for them, but the light shines in the darkness, even the darkness of death, and the darkness does not overcome it. As the old version says, the light shines and the darkness comprehended it not. Darkness never has understood light. Evil never can make sense of love. But love wins always, always. That is the miracle. And it starts tonight with a teenage mother, an adoptive father, and a baby asleep in a feeding trough. The miracle of unyielding love begins tonight. That's the miracle we celebrate with all the joy we can muster and with every candle lit. Amen.